2 Kings chapter 10 Now Ahab had seventy sons in Samaria. So Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria to the officials of Jezreel, to the elders and to the guardians of the sons of Ahab, saying, When this letter arrives, since your master's sons are with you and you have chariots and horses, a fortified city and weaponry, select the best and most worthy son of your master, set him on his father's throne, and fight for your master's house. But they were terrified and reasoned, If two kings could not stand against him, how can we? So the palace administrator, the overseer of the city, the elders, and the guardians sent a message to Jehu. We are your servants, and we will do whatever you say. We will not make anyone king. Do whatever is good in your sight. Then Jehu wrote them a second letter and said, If you are on my side, and if you will obey me, then bring the heads of your master's sons to me at Jezreel by this time tomorrow. Now the sons of the king, seventy in all, were being brought up by the leading man of the city. And when the letter arrived, they took the sons of the king and slaughtered all seventy of them. They put their heads in baskets and sent them to Jehu at Jezreel. When the messenger arrived, he told Jehu, They brought the heads of the sons of the king. And Jehu ordered, Pile them in two heaps at the entrance of the gate until morning. The next morning Jehu went out and stood before all the people and said, You are innocent. It was I who conspired against my master and killed him. But who killed all these? Know then that not a word the Lord has spoken against the house of Ahab will fail, for the Lord has done what he promised through his servant Elijah. So Jehu killed everyone in Jezreel who remained of the house of Ahab, as well as all his great men and close friends and priests, leaving him without a single survivor. Then Jehu set out toward Samaria. At Bethaked of the shepherds, Jehu met some relatives of Ahaziah king of Judah and asked, Who are you? We are relatives of Ahaziah, they answered, and we have come down to greet the sons of the king and of the queen mother. Then Jehu ordered, Take them alive. So his men took them alive, then slaughtered them at the well of Bethaked, forty-two men. He spared none of them. When he left there, he found Jehonadab, son of Rechab, who was coming to meet him. Jehu greeted him and asked, Is your heart as true to mine as my heart is to yours? It is, Jehonadab replied. If it is, said Jehu, give me your hand. So he gave him his hand, and Jehu helped him into his chariot, saying, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. So he had him ride in his chariot. When Jehu came to Samaria, he struck down everyone belonging to Ahab who remained there, until he had destroyed them according to the word that the Lord had spoken to Elijah. Then Jehu brought all the people together and said, Ahab served Baal a little, but Jehu will serve him a lot. Now therefore summon to me all the prophets of Baal and all his servants and all his priests. See that no one is missing, for I have a great sacrifice for Baal. Whoever is missing will not live. But Jehu was acting deceptively in order to destroy the servants of Baal. And Jehu commanded, Proclaim a solemn assembly for Baal. So they announced it. Then Jehu sent word throughout Israel, and all the servants of Baal came. There was not a man who failed to show. They entered the temple of Baal, and it was filled from end to end. And Jehu said to the keeper of the wardrobe, Bring out garments for all the servants of Baal. So he brought out garments for them. 
Next, Jehu and Jonadab, son of Rechab, entered the temple of Baal. And Jehu said to the servants of Baal, Look around to see that there are no servants of the Lord here among you, only servants of Baal. And they went in to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had stationed eighty men outside and warned them, If anyone allows one of the men I am delivering into your hands to escape, he will forfeit his life for theirs. When he had finished making the burnt offering, Jehu said to the guards and officers, Go in and kill them. Do not let anyone out. So the guards and officers put them to the sword, threw the bodies out, and went into the inner room of the temple of Baal. They brought out the sacred pillar of the temple of Baal and burned it. They also demolished the sacred pillar of Baal. Then they tore down the temple of Baal and made it into a latrine, which it is to this day. Thus Jehu eradicated Baal from Israel, but he did not turn away from the sins that Jeroboam son of Nebat had caused Israel to commit, the worship of the golden calves at Bethel and Dan. Nevertheless, the Lord said to Jehu, Because you have done well in carrying out what is right in my sight, and have done to the house of Ahab all that was in my heart, four generations of your sons will sit on the throne of Israel. Yet Jehu was not careful to follow the instruction of the Lord, the God of Israel, with all his heart. He did not turn away from the sins that Jeroboam had caused Israel to commit. In those days the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel. Hazael defeated the Israelites throughout their territory from the Jordan eastward through all the land of Gilead, the region of Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh, and from Aror by the Arnon Valley through Gilead to Bashan. As for the rest of the acts of Jehu, along with all his accomplishments and all his might, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? And Jehu rested with his fathers, and was buried in Samaria, and his son Jehoahaz reigned in his place. So the duration of Jehu's reign over Israel and Samaria was twenty-eight years. Chapter 11 When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she proceeded to annihilate all the royal heirs. But Jehoshabah, daughter of King Joram, the sister of Ahaziah, took Joash, son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the sons of the king, who were being murdered. She put him and his nurse in a bedroom to hide him from Athaliah, and he was not killed. And Joash remained hidden with his nurse in the house of the Lord for six years, while Athaliah ruled the land. Then in the seventh year, Jehoiada, sent for the commanders of hundreds, the Karaites, and the guards, and had them brought into the house of the Lord. There he made a covenant with them and put them under oath. He showed them the king's son and commanded them, This is what you are to do. A third of you who come on duty on the Sabbath shall guard the royal palace. A third shall be at the gate of Sir, and a third at the gate behind the guards. You are to take turns guarding the temple, the two divisions that would go off duty on the Sabbath, are to guard the house of the Lord for the king. You must surround the king with weapons in hand, and anyone who approaches the ranks must be put to death. You must stay close to the king wherever he goes. So the commanders of hundreds did everything that Jehoiada the priest had ordered. Each of them took his men, those coming on duty on the Sabbath and those going off duty, and came to Jehoiada the priest. Then the priest gave to the commanders of hundreds the spears and shields of King David, from the house of the Lord. And the guards stood with weapons in hand surrounding the king by the altar and the temple, from the south side to the north side of the temple. 
Then Jehoiada brought out the king's son, put the crown on him, presented him with the testimony, and proclaimed him king. They anointed him, and the people clapped their hands and declared, Long live the king! When Athaliah heard the noise from the guards and the people, she went out to the people in the house of the Lord. And she looked out and saw the king standing by the pillar, according to the custom. The officers and trumpeters were beside the king, and all the people of the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets. Then Athaliah tore her clothes and screamed, Treason! Treason! And Jehoiada the priest ordered the commanders of hundreds in charge of the army, Bring her out between the ranks, and put to the sword anyone who follows her. For the priest had said, She must not be put to death in the house of the Lord. So they seized Athaliah as she reached the horse's entrance to the palace grounds, and there she was put to death. Then Joiada made a covenant between the Lord and the king and the people that they would be the Lord's people. He also made a covenant between the king and the people. So all the people of the land went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed the altars and idols to pieces, and they killed Matan the priest of Baal in front of the altars. And Jehoiada, the priest, posted guards for the house of the Lord. He took with him the commanders of hundreds, the Karaites, the guards, and all the people of the land, and they brought the king down from the house of the Lord and entered the royal palace by way of the gate of the guards. Then Joash took his seat on the royal throne, and all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet because Athaliah had been put to the sword at the royal palace. Joash was seven years old when he became king. Chapter 12 In the seventh year of Jehu, Joash became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem forty years. His mother's name was Zibiah. She was from Beersheba. And Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the days he was instructed by Jehoiada the priest. Nevertheless, the high places were not removed. The people continued sacrificing and burning incense there. Then Joash said to the priests, Collect all the money brought as sacred gifts into the house of the Lord, the census money, the money from vows, and the money brought voluntarily into the house of the Lord. Let every priest receive it from his constituency, and let it be used to repair any damage found in the temple. By the twenty-third year of the reign of Joash, however, the priests had not yet repaired the damage to the temple. So King Joash called Jehoiada and the other priests and said, Why have you not repaired the damage to the temple? Now therefore take no more money from your constituency, but hand it over for the repair of the temple. So the priests agreed that they would not receive money from the people, and that they would not repair the temple themselves. Then Jehoiada the priest took the chest, bored a hole in its lid, and set it aside the altar on the right side, as one enters the house of the Lord. There the priests who guarded the threshold put all the money brought into the house of the Lord. Wherever they saw that there was a large amount of money in the chest, the royal scribe and the high priest would go up, count the money brought into the house of the Lord, and tie it up in bags. Then they would put the counted money into the hands of those who supervised the work on the house of the Lord, who in turn would pay those doing the work, the carpenters, builders, masons, and stonecutters. They also purchased timber and dressed stone to repair the damage to the house of the Lord and they paid the other expenses of the temple repairs. However, the money brought into the house of the Lord was not used for making silver basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, trumpets, or any articles of gold or silver for the house of the Lord. Instead, it was paid to those doing the work, and with it they repaired the house of the Lord. 
No accounting was required from the men who received the money to pay the workmen because they acted with integrity. The money from the guilt offerings and sin offerings was not brought into the house of the Lord. It belonged to the priests. At that time, Hazael, king of Aram, marched up and fought against Gath and captured it. Then he decided to attack Jerusalem. So King Joash of Judah took all the sacred objects dedicated by his fathers, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, and Ahaziah, the kings of Judah, along with his own consecrated items and all the gold found in the treasuries of the house of the Lord and the royal palace. And he sent them to Hazael, king of Aram. So Hazael withdrew from Jerusalem. As for the rest of the acts of Joash, along with all his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And the servants of Joash rose up and formed a conspiracy and killed him at Beth Milo, on the road down to Selah. His servants Josabad, son of Shimeath, and Jehozabad, son of Shomer, struck him down, and he died. And they buried him with his fathers in the city of David, and his son Amaziah reigned in his place.